Uh, you guys ready? One, two, three, one, two, three.
Thanks, Fatso. Thank you, everyone. it is chock full of all kind of nutrients for your brains. I mean, we got celebrity-ass deathmatch today, the battle of holiday mascots. We have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. We're going to be doing football picks. We, we've got cover song Wednesday. That was Tuesday's Gone, Leonard Skinner originally done by Metallica. We got all kinds of great stuff like that. We have stories about Thanksgiving, and of course, we're going to start the show off with, that's right, Crank Call to Butterball. Let's get to it, shall we? Welcome to Butterball. To be connected to our your call may be monitored or recorded to ensure quality customer service. Due to heavy call volume, all turkey experts are unavailable to take your call right now. For self-service options to frequently asked questions, Press 1 or visit Butterball.com for information on turkey preparation, recipes, and more. Call back. What? We're sorry. For pre-recorded information, you have selected stuffing a turkey. No, I didn't stuff that. No, I didn't. Hold on one more time. We'll, We'll try them again. See if we can get the call back in the queue. Welcome to Butterball. Unless, oh, they might be doing something. They might have blocked my number. Okay. Hey, that's no problem. That is no problem at all. So what we'll do instead now is this, bastards. We will call them on another phone line. (laughs) You think you can mess with me, Butterball? Come on now. 1-800-288-8383. Seven two, call that some bitch. Welcome to Butterball. To be connected to our Butterball Turkey, your call may be monitored or recorded to ensure quality customer service. Due to heavy call volume, all Turkey experts are unavailable to take your call right now. For self-service options to frequently asked questions, press one or visit Butterball.com for information on turkey preparation. Recipes and more. Zero. We're sorry. That was not a valid. All right, we'll try to call them back later. We're going to get through the goddamn butterball today. I'm just telling you. If I have to do the star six seven, then I'll do the star six seven. But we will get through the butterball today. Let's get to good morning, shall we? Uh, Alicia says, morning, ass family. First one here. Holy shit. 
It's going to be an early one for me today since Kaiser decided to pull their heads out of their ass and approve my exemptions temporarily. How benevolent of them. So I'll be catching part of the show today. I was going to send you a story, Alicia, I think it was about a week, week and a half ago, about hospitals and people that are hiring nurses at higher rates because, well, they don't have any nurses or anything. This is the time to strike. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But I'm glad you're going back to work. Good for you. Uh, Fred says, morning, y'all. Happy hump day. Well, right back hump at you. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Bradster says, morning, big and asshats, too. Happy humping. All right. Uh, let's see. Mike D says, good pre-Thanksgiving morning, rock stars. And his better half, Braddy. Hope all you have a great Thanksgiving. Let's have a great show, Mr. Arnaldo. Woo. Yes. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. And Turkey Day Eve. All right. Good morning, Braddy Kid. I hope that you have a wonderful, spectacular day as well. Uh, she says, I see what you did here. It's Wednesday, so Tuesday is gone. Yes, exactly. See, I knew I could play that one today since we we're doing cover songs. Bam! Uh, harmonica makes that song better. Hangtown Gents is happy. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Ask family. Cameron Dice is happy hump, hump day. day. Ask family. Good morning uh, in Detroit. Mark in Detroit. How you doing, buddy? Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, I'm doing better. Half uh, Mike. Uh, so, uh, glad they thanked you at the end of their song. Yes, yes, the fatso in there, appreciate that. Become a traveling nurse. Uh, from what I've heard, they aren't necessarily checking for your VAC status, and you can make triple the amount, money amount. All right, well, hopefully shit. Where do we start today's show? I, I don't have a daily observation for today. I, I was using my daily observation time for the crank call. Let's see, it, let's see if we can... Do this again. Let's see if they answer this time. Welcome to Butterball. To be connected to our Butterball Turkey Talk Line, for information on turkey preparation and cooking assistance, press or say 3. If you, Your call may be monitored or recorded to ensure quality Come customer on. service. Come on. Thank you for calling the Butterball Turkey Talk Line. All turkey experts are assisting other callers. For self-service options to frequently asked questions, Press 1 or visit Butterball.com for information on turkey preparation, recipes, and more. If you would like to leave a callback number yes. and keep your place in line, press 2 or remain on the line. Please enter your 10-digit phone number. You entered. Yeah, I can't have this one go out. This is a real number. Three, five. Is that correct? Press 1 for yes or 2. Thank you. An expert will call you shortly. You will not lose your place in line. Goodbye. Awesome. Awesome. They're going to be calling back. Kick ass. Here we go. Uh, all right. Let's start with, uh, well, I don't want to start off with the World Health Organization, but we have to since they are now predicting that, pff, another 700,000 deaths in Europe. By the spring. Are they ever going to stop scaring us with this thing? Hey, you remember when, when, when dipshit was running for president, how two million people were going to die between November and February? Now, we haven't reached two million yet. 
So what they're saying is between now and spring in Europe, the amount of people that have died in between the beginning of this and now, they're going to die too. Amazing. Uh, the World Health Organization added that the 53-country region had already surpassed 1.5 million deaths and noted that COVID-19 is currently the leading cause of death in Europe and Central Asia. Asia. Can, we, can we just stop? Can, can we just stop? Because we know how they do the numbers. And if they're going to do the numbers as crookedly as they do here in America... What do you think is going to happen in Europe? These are just yet more scared. To, I, I, and I don't know what it is. I, I just don't know. What, what, what do we have, like 280 million people in this country uh, that are almost vaccinated or at least have one shot? Like 80 to 90% of the country has at least one shot? When is enough going to be enough? The fear-mongering is more scary than the virus itself. Oh, uh, you're absolutely right, Kale. I love how the fact that I'm not fully vaccinated anymore. What was it? It it was just last week that they finally approved the booster shot in America, and they say that you don't have to get it unless you're 50 or above or in bad health. So I'm 50 now, so I guess I'm not fully vaccinated anymore. That's what they're trying to say. And and by the way, uh, it is. Somebody mentioned it yesterday about all the places on that card. How many more boosters will there be? I mean, once you get the third booster, will it go away? No, of course it won't go away. Uh, You know when I'm betting it goes away? I'm going to tell you when it goes away. I believe it will go away In November of 2022, maybe, maybe a little bit before that, maybe October, September 2022, where uh, uh, certain people in office can take credit for ending COVID, and that way you'll vote them back in. Because let me just tell you, the way things are going right now, the people that are in office that have a certain letter by their name, uh, if they don't find a cure for this or stop the fear-mongering, that people, it, it's like Thanos is snapping his fingers. That's the way they want to make you feel like it. Oh, oh phone call's ringing. Here we go. One more ring. Uh, y- y- yes, Hello. Hi, this is a Butterball Turkey Chuck. I'm calling you back. How can I help you? Hello, uh, my name is Edith Richards. How are you today? I'm I'm wonderful. How are you? Well, I'm uh, I'm confused. I I have a ten pound turkey. It's completely thawed, so I got that. I've been cooking turkeys for about forty years. Uh, oh, good. I'm happy to hear that. But, okay. Uh, my question is, my husband Harold, Harold, Harold. I'm talking. Shh. Uh, Harold wants a deep fried turkey this year, and I got my okay. pot on on the stove full of oil, and I was wondering, is that going to be a problem to cook it in oil on my stove? Well, you know, and it's only a ten pound turkey, but you know, what kind of a pan are you going to cook it in? Oh, I'm I'm deep frying it. I'm putting it in the deep. Yeah, so fryer. you have a big you have a big deep pan. 
Oh, it, it's pretty big. I know the bird can yeah. fit in there. I put the bird in there so it can fit. Okay. Okay. Hold, well, hold on. Yeah. Hold on one second. Harold, I mean, Harold, usually... Harold, pick up the seat when you do that. Oh, my. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm, I'm sorry. He's old. Uh, that's okay. Anyway, you know, usually people deep fry um, in, a, in a covered indoor fryer or they do it outside. We don't have, we've not tested frying inside. Oh, okay. So if, oh, if you're, if you're really careful, the turkey's got to be really, really, I know you said you've thought it's got to be really, really, really dry. So dry it a lot with paper towels. Okay. Harold, okay. start drying the turkey. Uh, now, now, see, I don't have an outside. I live in a, in a senior community. Okay. All right. And we have well, like a two-burner stove, and I'm going to use both, both burners on the pot. Okay. Well, I don't know. How long do I cook it for in there? Cook it for four minutes a pound. Okay, so but 40 the minutes. Oil, but, the, but the oil has to be at 375. Oh, that's a lot of numbers. So I got 40 and 375. Harold, you writing this down? Okay, Harold's writing it down. So we kick it at 340 for 75 minutes. No, 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 no. 375 is the temperature of the oil. Okay, 375, dummy. Gosh, Harold, you dummy, you wrote it down wrong. Sorry, ma'am. So 375 okay. anyway, for 40 minutes. 375 is for the oil. And it's, no, 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 four minutes a pound. Okay, but it's 10 so pounds. You said, so, so that would be 40, be 40 minutes, minutes yeah, just about. See? Yeah, okay. But like I said, we have not tested frying on a stove indoors. So okay, how do I, I take I, it you know, out? You just, I know how you to just get have it to in. be really, really careful. Okay, so he'll just have to reach in there with some gloves on and take it out? Yeah. There's a oh you don't, see the regular fryer has a basket in it. Oh okay. You we know whereas this doesn't have a basket, so it's we, I don't know if that's safe enough for you to do. See what I'm afraid of, I, because I don't know how big the pot is. When you oh it's big. You should try. Okay, well try this. Maybe this will make us both feel better. Take the turkey now and put it in the pot, even with the package on, and fill the pot with water with the turkey in it. Okay, well, where would see, the oil go then? And see if the water comes over the top. Okay. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to put the turkey in. And, you know, and then when you, you, if you do what I'm asking you to put the turkey, put the turkey in the pot in water so that the water just leaves like a couple inches underneath, you know, from the, I mean. Oh, okay. And then leave that's, a couple when inches put, that's when I put the, the oil top. in. And, yeah. And then take the turkey out, of course, wash your pot, but then you'll see how far to fill the pot with oil. But you need to leave several inches at the top with no oil because the turkey, when the turkey goes down, it's going to um, Can I cook it like make one half oil at a over. time? Like cook the, What'd you say? Uh, can I cook it one half at a time, like cook the turkey bottom first and then flip it over it, and then rub it down? Uh well, that's going to be a tough one to do. I don't know. I, I know it's not a big turkey, but, you know, I can't say okay because we have, I can only tell you what we've tested, and that's an unusual cooking method, you know, because oh, usually. Oh, okay. You know, but if you, right. you could try it, but I can't, I can't endorse that, so to speak, because we haven't tested that. Okay. Well, I, you know what? This year's turkey, I won't put the mashed potatoes inside it when I deep fry it. No, no, no. Did you ever do that before? Yes, ma'am. Oh, it turns out good. Harold loves my, my, my mashed potato and turkey. 
Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, this is going to be your decision, but we have not tested that. So anything we haven't tested, I can't really say for sure. But uh, all right. So let let me let me okay. get this straight again. Three seventy five. Uh, is the oil four minutes? Do you have any per pound? Yeah. Do you have any kind of a thermometer to test the oil? Oh, I need to get a thermometer too. I just I was just gonna have it run on high for a while. Oh. Yeah, it'll have to, but you don't have a meat thermometer or a, a oil thermometer, do you? Uh, I don't even know what that is. Is that on the car? Uh, no, no, no. It's a, a special thermometer that you can check the temperature of the oil so you know when to put the turkey in. Can, can I That's get that, that at the Tom Thumb? Because I got to take a bus to the Tom Thumb and I got to get one of these these oil thermometers. Yeah, get actually if they're not, you know, you can find them everywhere and they're not expensive. The, the, there's one for the oil, and that's just called, you know, the deep fry thermometer, or just for, it measures just oil because it goes high. Then the other one, <clears throat> excuse me, is called an instant read thermometer, and that stem on that is really skinny, and then you can lift up the turkey and be careful. And poke that thermometer in there, and that will tell you when the turkey is done. Okay. How hot, how hot does the turkey have to get? Okay, that's a good question. The turkey should be about 170 in the breast, and try to get the thighs up to 180. Okay. For you know, not many, they're, they don't have to be minutes? exact, but I cook it at 180 for how many minutes, please? Four minutes a pound. Okay. So four minutes. You don't cook it at one. Wait, you you don't cook it at one eighty. You cook it until the temperature inside the turkey is one eighty. Hold on one second, Harold. Harold, God, Harold, you idiot! We're not going to Tom Thumb right now. We'll go in a little bit. Stop putting your shoes on. Okay. Is there any? Is there anything else I can do for you? No, I, I appreciate I think, it, ma'am. Okay. Good. All right. Well, you have a good Thanksgiving. And just, I'm going to ask you, please happy. be careful because we have not tested that. Okay. Okay. Happy so Thanksgiving. Just be careful. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. That lady was awesome, dude. She was getting so mad at me. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't cook it for 180. Oh, she was just walking into it left and right. Oh, uh, yeah, we, we might have to call them back one more time later on today. All right, so back to our regularly scheduled program. Oh, man. Wow, that was fun. Uh, so the World Health Organization, they're trying to scare the shit out of you. And I think, you know, isn't it convenient that this comes out the day before Thanksgiving? Because they don't want you visiting your family. They want you to give your damn family tests. <laughs> she let out a huge fuck after hanging up. Oh man, I, I I do I love calling Butterball. I love pissing them old ladies off. I the one day they're gonna catch on to me. I know it. They're gonna catch on. Good old Edith Richards and her dumb husband Harold, who won't pick up the seat when he pees. <laughs> Could you ask them about a ham because I'm cooking a ham? <laughs> oh, if I call back, I'll ask about deep frying a ham. Oh, that is just too good. Now, now with all this, this is what amazes me. See, this is what the whole COVID thing, 
It doesn't freak me out. We just heard that the World Health Organization has said 700,000 more people are probably going to die in Europe. Well, with that news, the White House came out yesterday and said the U.S. is not N-O-T, headed towards another lockdown. Huh? So you all know what that means, right? That means the United States is headed towards another fucking lockdown. You don't think if people start dropping dead left and right in Europe, 700,000 between now and March? Four months? Four, uh, 200,000 people almost a month are going to die between now and March in Europe, and they aren't going to lock down America. I, I, I laugh now at the coverage because at least before, you could, they were at least a little consistent with it. It, it's getting to be comical now that half of Europe is going to die and we aren't going to lock down. It's like last week when we heard that, that Europe is a major hotspot and we keep hearing about how Europe is a major hotspot, yet we just lifted the travel ban to and from Europe. Once again, does this make sense to anybody? It doesn't to me. And honestly, I'll tell you this right now. If I'm missing something, please tell me what it is. I, I, I would truly like to know. What am I missing? Because wouldn't that make sense? Let's put you in the seat of leaders and things like this. Let's all be in the seat. If we saw that Europe was breaking out horribly with COVID again, allegedly... Why would we lift the travel ban to and from there? If they're having a major outbreak, that means some of those people will probably come back here, which means they'll be sick and they'll get other people sick, which means we will have another gigantic super spreader event happening here in America, which will then in turn lead to more lockdowns, more businesses closed, probably more rioting, Like I said, none of this makes any sense whatsoever. So I say visit your families this holiday season. Don't wear masks. Enjoy your time with your family. You know you know what they can't control? Bus crashes, car crashes. How about this? How would you feel if you didn't go to your families for Thanksgiving again this year? And like your favorite cousin then was killed three days later in a bus crash. And there's no giant outbreak six months from now. You missed it because you allowed the government to scare you. Now, look, if you're one of these people that says, well, Arnie, you're just a talk show host. You don't know anything. That's fine. That's fair. Then don't go visit your family. Live in fear. I'm not going to live in fear. I have a, a, a good feeling that most of the ass family is not going to live in fear this year. Last year was bad enough that people couldn't visit their families. 
on Thanksgiving, on Christmas. Hell, we barely got Easter. But hey, that's what the White House wants. That's what these leaders want. They want you to be dumb and kept in the dark. And these are all leaders, people. These are not just the bad guys that have the D in front of their name. This all started with a Republican in office. We have to remember that. That's all I'm going to say about that, just because I'm so sick and tired of this shit. Now, there is a story of this. Uh, See, that sort of thing is why I'm glad that my grandparents passed away when they did before COVID happened, so I wasn't able to see them as I pleased. Same for my dad. That is the exact same thing for my dad, honestly. I'm glad that he didn't have to put up with this because I know how crazy his girlfriend would have been. And he had COPD, so I would have never put him in harm's way, but it would have broken my heart. Now, a bunch of schools across the U.S. are closing. No, 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 no. Not for COVID. You ready? You ready for this? They're closing for mental health days for its burned-out staff. Which, in turn, is leaving you parents out there scrambling to find a way to educate your children or find babysitters for your children because now you're back at work. Uh, And according to an organization that tracks school district websites, 858 school districts and 1,887 individual schools saw disruptions in their schedule. Nearly 20 districts in western Michigan closed their doors early with plans to reopen Monday. But it's not just teachers feeling the burnout. No, no, it's the lack of bus drivers, all these people. Kale, I've been asking that. Thank you, Kale. Kale just asked the question on the Mixler page. When did our country become so soft? Growing up, this would not, we, we didn't have burnout then. And, and look, if you want to have a long philosophical debate with me about how, oh, this is good for mental health issues and this, didn't we start to turn a lot softer when we started looking into mental health and all this kind of... And look, mental health is important. Yes, I agree. Boy, but it softened us the fuck up, didn't it? I, I, I mean, honestly. And I'll do it. I'll, I'll pull the old man card. Back in my day, we went to school. Teachers didn't... You know, you know what happened if a teacher got burned out? They'd call in sick and we'd have a substitute. If there's no substitute available, then guess what? We would have to sit in the auditorium all day. That's what we did. And now, oh, you need a mental health day? Okay. Now, if the mental health day only affects you, if, if you're a business owner or something, or you're working and the mental health day is just for you to take a day off, okay. Mental health day at school? How many people are you affecting? Not, not only your entire class, but the school itself. And now parents. If you've got a classroom full of 30 kids, you've got 60 people, hopefully, if mom and dad are both in the picture. You're putting 60 other people out because you're burnt out. 
Good God. Douglas says celebrating weakness is where we went uh, soft. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yes, when I was stranded just south of Somalia for 18 hours in the fucking jungle on a terrorist smuggling route, I felt bad about teaching staff and was concerned they might get burned out. Participation trophies celebrate weakness. Yes, they do. And people that defend them, these trophies are good for the children. It teaches them about rewards. This is the thing. This is the thing. You can have rewards for, for certain events and things, but if you give it to everybody, it's not a reward anymore. Nobody earned anything. These participation trophies, that are exactly what led to this whole mental health bullshit. The softening of America. There's a line in the movie The Incredibles. If everybody is special, then nobody is. So if everybody gets a trophy, then there really wasn't a champion in that league because everybody got trophies. And look, look, I did the story yesterday about how soft we are. Seven and eight-year-olds playing football in Flower Mound, Texas, were kicked out of a league. Why? Because they were too good. Preach on, Douglas. Simone Biles. So courageous for quitting on her team. That furthers creating weakness. Oh, I can't agree with that anymore. Correct the mundo. Uh, Alicia says, Douglas, I agree. Celebrating weakness or mental health issues. I have no problems with addressing mental health. But the way it's executed is the way celebrities want everyone to tackle it because they're completely out of touch with reality. I don't have a problem with them adding mental health days that each employee can take as an added benefit or just do what most people do and use the PTO PSL. Yes. Like celebrities, you can't do anything that celebrities do because they they really don't. Look, Chrissy Teigen gets canceled. Then she gets brought back. Then she does this out-of-touch thing with the Squid Games. And then over the weekend, Chrissy Teigen talked about having an eyebrow uh, fucking surgery to where she has hair on her eyebrows now. And people are calling her for being out of touch. And she's like, what? What did I do wrong? You have no clue. Chrissy, Chrissy, you just had an eyebrow surgery done. Totally elective surgery, by the way. You're bragging about it all over social media. And there are people that can't afford to buy a turkey for Thanksgiving. You stupid fat cunt. Thoughts on why the mental health is seen uh, more important these uh, these kids nowadays? I've researched a lot of buried studies on vaccines and shots. They're giving these pregnant moms and children showing they're altering atoms and DNA in these kids since the 90s. I, 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 would, I would imagine so, yes. I'm glad you've done the research. You don't think that sticking your kids full of fucking Adderall or Ritalin throughout the 90s? Look, look, let, let's go back in time, shall we? And I'm not saying these things are fake. I, I, I'm not saying that there are kids out there that don't need this shit. But let's go back in time. Let's go back in time. Let's remember back when we were in school. 
Now, if you were in school, if you're a lot younger than me, then you might have known a lot of people that were on Ritalin and all this kind of stuff to try to settle them down and all this kind of shit. I can remember sitting in a classroom looking out the window, not paying any attention to what the teacher was saying. Why? Because it was 75 degrees outside in the springtime and I wanted to be playing baseball. Nowadays, that's not a kid just daydreaming and being a fucking kid that is loaded with energy because that's what kids are. No, now the kid's sick, so we got to put them on drugs. And these drugs do alter their brains. And some someday it'll affect their DNA to where they're passing this shit down. I remember back when we were allowed to be kids. But all these fucking pansies got in the way. All these people got in the way and said, no, no, no. You can't give them detention for not paying attention in class. They have attention deficit disorder. Now, some people really do have it. I would, I will say that there are people out there that really have it. But the amount of kids that are on ADA or ADHD, I don't even know, whatever it is, attention deficit is ADD. The amount of kids that are on drugs for that, that was pretty much everybody in my school. We didn't want to be there. We didn't want to be there at all. We were kids. School sucked. Nobody liked school except the nerds and the dorks and the people that didn't have friends. Uh, let's see. Thanks, V. Coop, uh, for always thinking about teachers. You're welcome, Braddy. They can't indoctrinate our kids and who can. My job decided to give out participation trophies today to everyone who didn't call out or show up late for the first 90 days. It's your job to be there every day, so I thought. No shit, Andy. Wow, here you guys go. Way to go. Way to show up on time and for work. Huh? You know what would happen to us if we didn't show up or we were late all the time? We'd get fired. Arise, good morning to you. Douglas says, I have some mental health or mental illness and thoughts of suicide for most of my life, but I have learned to cope with it. Yeah, my issues may not be as bad as others, but it's not the uh, adversity that makes you. It's how you react to it. Yes, you are. Look, look, I know that I have mental issues. I know it. I was, I was diagnosed clinically depressed. I tried to kill myself twice. Until I realized what was wrong with me and I didn't have the tools capable of dealing with it, and you don't have to go to the nut house to get these tools. That's the problem. So we're not teaching people the right things in school anymore. First of all, we're teaching how evil white people are in school. That's the first thing we're teaching. We don't teach kids anything about fucking balancing a checkbook. We got rid of all woodworking classes and shop classes and all kinds of shit like that. Because we need more literature classes. Hey, kids don't like to read. And this is why people like J.K. Rowling's, to tie in the story from yesterday, should be held on a pedestal because she got kids to read. She got kids to want to read. Kids don't like reading. After about the third grade, that whole shine is off the rose there. 
I remember in high school, you'd have to read like 70 pages and like five chapters a night. That sucked. Well, the kids don't want to read. Well, they have ADD then. We have to give them drugs. All you're doing is you're giving them fucking lower doses of meth so they can stay awake and read crap. Uh, I started playing golf when I was uh, pre-K. By the time I was 12, my coach compared uh, my drive to John Daly, particularly because I looked like him. By the time I was 13, I competed against seniors in high school and would whoop them. Glad I don't play now. No shit. Uh, I have a cousin that grew up on that, but I think she truly needed it. And I think that there are people that do need it. I'm not saying to ban Ridlin or ban any of this kind of stuff. I think there are kids out there who do truly need it. Or this is what they need. How about we bring back capital punishment at school? If a kid's not paying attention in class and running around and stuff, how about we put the paddle back in the vice principal's hand? Oh, you don't like that? Oh, you, you can't raise your hand. You're not raising your hand to a kid. You're paddling a kid. Well, I tell you what, that'll get them to fucking pay attention. Uh, Mike D says, I was never diagnosed with ADHD, but the symptoms I showed as a wild kid who had to read something twice to have it register. I'm sure they say, I, I, I have it. What do I do? Finally started focusing, uh, and after ass whoopings, I learned to calm down when needed and focus more. Didn't need these poisons pumped into me. Alicia says, that's one of the reasons Monastery works so good for my boys. It's very interactive and gives them stimulation they are craving while allowing them to learn. If they're in vocational classes, it's less time for indoctrination. Yes. Oh, Arise, you're absolutely right. But already she got kids to read Harry Potter, so it, no, it doesn't matter. Like I know that's a joke and everything, but you got to think about it. You got to think about it. I, look, she got kids to read Harry Potter. That right there deserves a medal. Because, like I said yesterday, the only thing worse than reading is hearing a book on tape. Fucking gun goes right back in my mouth then. B. Coop says, many parents won't even let their kids play together outside of school. They have to meet the parents of the friends first. When I was a kid, my dad met none of my friends' parents. I love that. This whole idea now that you have to set up play dates. Play dates to me is the gayest thing that we've ever fucking come up with. Honey, honey, uh, we've set up a play date with the Smiths. We're, we're going to be going over there uh, next Wednesday between 1 and 2.30. How about this? How about, how about you let kids be kids and make friends? Hmm? I had to go make my own friends. And I got to hang out with my friends. You know why? Because my parents didn't want me in the house. They didn't want me in there. And now it, 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 it's such a weird role reversal. Guess I'll take that audio book Christmas gift back. Yeah, please do. Uh, we were the first generation to really have video games at home. If you think about it. We had Atari. We were the, I was the first generation to have video games at home. 
and video games were kick-ass, but we still wanted to go out. We still wanted to play outside. And for sure, our parents wouldn't have let us fucking go outside because then we wouldn't be in the fucking house. But parents now, they tell their kids, go straight home, lock the door behind you because the boogeyman is at every corner. I remember doing a story when I was on another show about a mom who had her kids taken away from her. Her 10 and 8-year-old, her 10-year-old son, 8-year-old daughter, who were playing at the park, which was three blocks away. Somebody called CPS on them because there was no parental authority there. My parents didn't come to the park or play where, go where I was playing. So now you got to have kids inside. Oh. Only time our parents would meet was during birthdays when they dropped us off at Chuck E. Cheese or in the park. Amen. Playdates are for the stay-at-home parents to have some adult time. Yeah. Triple T says, I got shoved out the front door, then mom would lock it. Yes. Parents didn't want us home. I homeschooled him from fifth grade to eighth grade, and in the beginning it was rough, and the kid didn't fucking pay attention. I could see where the teachers were irritated, but he was uh, ADHD or ADD. Turns out he was really smart. He just needed to be told to sit the fuck down and shut up. And do what you're told. Ended up graduating eighth grade as the valedictorian, getting accepted to 18 different colleges. That's awesome. Yes. Parents, you can still tell your kids to sit down and shut the fuck up. I remember that story. The kids could literally be watched from the window of the house, and the mother wasn't watching them. So CPS came with the police, and they said, we're taking your kids. Why are you taking my kids? Because you're not watching. They're at a park by the house. Well, they could. And, and the funny thing is, is that kidnapping stats are released all the time. And we know for a fact that kidnappers, 98% of the time, it's like 98.4% of the time, are family members. 98.4% of the time. And you're worried about somebody nabbing your kids. Good God. I, I, I swear. I swear. Th- this country is so goddamn dumb. Look, yesterday it was announced that they found Brian Laundry. Uh, they, they, they said that he killed himself. He shot himself in the head. Well, here's a little bit of a problem. They can't find the gun. Remember, they took his sorry-ass carcass out of the water. See, this is the thing I don't get. Nobody uses fucking common sense anymore. Well, what do I think happened? I think Mama and Daddy showed up and shot his ass in the fucking head. They said they had a bullet hole in his head, but they can't find the gun. The gun ain't going to be that far away from his body. What, he shoot himself in the head and wait till he bled out? And he chucked the gun like a mile away? In the immortal words of our fearless leader, Joe Biden. Come on, man. Use your fucking, use your brains, people, and do your fucking job. Motherfucker didn't kill himself. Daddy shot him or mama shot him. 
God Almighty. If we, were, if we told my mom we were bored, one of her was to grab a book and read it. We had uh, two then, yeah. Uh, in the military, it is illegal to leave a child under 14 without supervision at a base. I was at a lady got cited for a 13-year-old playing in a park across the street from the house while his mom was in the shower. That's crazy. That's insanity. Yeah, and you wonder why these people are so fucking childlike when they grow up. It's because society itself doesn't allow children to be children. Man, we played. We would play with our friends. We would ride our bikes. We would be a mile or two away from our house. And there was no parental supervision. This is how entitled kids are today. Let me tell you how entitled kids are. You remember when you were a kid and you wanted to play in the street? I don't know. Let, let's say you were playing catch in the middle of the street. You were doing something, playing hockey on skates or something in the middle of the street. And a car came down the street. You got out of the way. Now you have to wait on the kids to move out of the way. Or they have these little sign, uh, these little fucking neon signs warning kids at play here. I like to run those over. Because you know what? Get out of the fucking road, you little bastard. It's the fucking road. But they're so entitled, they just sit there and they still shoot hoops. Trying to get home. Oh, nothing pisses me off more than that shit. Oh, I hate that shit. Helicopter parents raise weak adults. My daughter made friends in preschool, and me and other parents would set up play dates. My daughter was an only child. If your daughter made friends, then let them make the damn plans. You're raising adults here, people. We used to play hide-and-seek uh, for about 30 kids from the whole block, with about 30 kids from the whole block. Of course you did, because we weren't afraid of the boogeyman then. The big, bad boogeyman is going to come and steal your child. Why, and, and think about it. Really? They're going to steal your child, what, and, and ask for ransom? Ask for, what, two weeks of your salary? You are not. If your kid gets kidnapped, you are not fucking a, a, a Rothschild. I don't let my kid play out in front without supervision because I live on a busy street and people drive like assholes. Well, that, to me, that would be the, the ideal time to let him play out there, to teach him, hey, th this, this goes back to the don't touch that, it's a hot stove thing. You tell your kid not to touch it, it's hot, guess what they're going to fucking do? They're going to touch it. Now, does that mean you're going to stop cooking now at your house? And I'm not trying to come down on you, but I, I'm, I'm just trying to tell you. And I, I don't want kids to get hit by cars and things like that. Like it's a major thoroughfare that's got lights on it. I understand why you're not letting them play out there. But you still got to let kids be kids. Uh, I'm not paying. They can have my daughter. Lesson learned. My son's school started to call me because he was playing outside during recess without a jacket. They called to ask why I sent him to school without a jacket. I told him he had one. 
Turns out no one even asked my son if he had a jacket. They just called me. The principal got to hear an Arnie S. Grant. That's awesome. That is awesome, V. Coop. Uh, yes, Mr. V. Coop, just wondering why your son didn't wear a jacket to school today. None of your fucking business. He's hot-blooded. That's what I would have said. He's hot-blooded. Uh, uh, look, it, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah, you you want to hear how it's getting even dumber? Well, let me let me tell you how it's getting dumber. Did anybody get to see what the activist said in Milwaukee last night about the Waukesha Christmas parade attack? Well, let me read this thing that Hang Town Jin said. Oh my God, the hot stove! Don't touch it. Was my son two years old? The wood's still going. He walked up to it. I said, Tyler. No, it's hot. He took a pacifier out of his mouth, looked at me, and touched it and burned his hand and said, hot. I said, yes, hot. No, <laughs> not one week later, he walked straight up to the wood stove, which was going again, and said, mama, hot, and touched it and <laughs> burned his hand again. This time, he was showing me he knew uh, hot the third time. And the final time, my mom came over about two weeks after that, and he was so excited to show her he learned hot, he walked straight up to the wood stove, touched it, and said, Grandma, hot. Some people learn in their own ways. Oh. My daughter asked if she could go to McDonald's after school one day in junior high. I'm at work and get a call from her school saying she saw her at McDonald's and she can't be there. What? They said she's still technically supposed to be protected by them until she comes home and drops off her book pack. She, I, I love that fucking argument that, that, that they, they come up with. Well, there are, uh, there are responsibilities the moment they walk out the door. Not if they're still on my property, they aren't. Oh, it's so dumb. That is so dumb and gay. Uh, yes, I saw that BLM or terrorist. Yes, this was a member of the Black Lives Member Coalition in Milwaukee. Said that the Christmas parade attack in Waukesha appears to signal the revolution has started. Now, can we finally call BLM a terrorist group and not be canceled for it? Uh, let's see. Uh, this guy said, quote, I don't know. Now we'll have to wait and see because they do have somebody in custody. We may have to wait and see what they say about why this happened. But it sounds possible that the revolution has started in Wisconsin. It started with this Christmas parade. Bring it. Don't sing it. D- do you think you can win this revolution? Do you? I, I, and I'm asking members of the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm not, ma- I'm not asking black folks. I'm asking members of the Black Lives Matter movement. Do you really think that we're afraid of you? We're not. The problem is, is that we let you do what you do. Because you haven't pissed us all the way off yet. Now, you're going down that road of pissing us all the way off. And guess what? Guess what? 
You want the revolution to start? Okay, uh, I'll take first pick in the revolution. Uh, since he has experience in this, I will choose Kyle Rittenhouse to be right there on my front line. Fuck around and find out. Somebody came out and actually said this was the beginning of the revolution. Some crazed fucker who's got an open sexual warrant in Nevada who was released earlier from jail on a bond that was way too low. Even Kamala Harris, the Indian giant, former attorney general of the state of California, came out and said, yes, the bail was far too low for this guy. That's bad when you can't even get Kamala on your side. And he runs over little kids. He runs over some granny's dancing group in this parade. Kyle changed two people's pronouns to was and were. (laughs) I mean, seriously, you don't want us to tag Kyle back in. Kyle's going to get sponsorship now, man. Smith and Wesson, Colt. Shit, next fucking next skirmish that he's at, he's gonna look like a NASCAR car. Gonna have all these gun manufacturer stickers all over him. <laughs> LOL, it's like Arnie it's like picking dodgeball teams in eighth grade. Arnie's picking the giant who always took the headshots. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm definitely. I don't like to lose, and especially at revolutions. I've never been in a revolution, though. I've been in lots of games and some skirmishes, never like to lose in them. But get ready, because the stupidity doesn't end there. There is a Catholic University of America. Okay, the university it's called the Catholic University of America. And students were shocked when they saw a brand new painting hanging outside the law school's chapel a few weeks ago. It is a painting of George Floyd depicted as Jesus Christ. The painting titled Mama shows a mother mourning her son and evokes Michelangelo's sculpture, La Pieta. Michelangelo's work depicts the Virgin Mother Mary holding Jesus himself. So, 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 uh, real quick, I have my product or prediction sheet for 2022. Am I crazy now? George Floyd will get a national holiday. They're they're depicting this felon who was fighting police, or not adhering to police, I won't say fighting. He was not adhering to police officers' commands, was high on fentanyl, passed a fraudulent bill, and now he is the savior of mankind. 
Holy shit. What happens first? Does he get a national holiday or a school named after him first? I was told by my boss to write a grant to the NRA because we are starting a shooting team. Love Oklahoma. That's awesome. That is awesome. Even though people think the NRA is just like ISIS, which is absolutely, positively stupid. No, that's just my prediction, Douglas, is that George Floyd will get a national holiday. It's only a prediction. It hasn't happened yet, so don't worry. It hasn't happened yet. Oh, but it will. When George Floyd called out for his mama, he was referring to his girlfriend. That was her designation in his cell phone. Doesn't matter. They're still going to paint him now as Jesus. School named after a crackhead. Sounds like a good school in San Francisco. Oh, absolutely. They got to start finding new names since every American they wanted to name it after is bad now. Now, before we get to uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And uh, I I decided to look and see what some Thanksgiving alternatives for, for to cook would be tomorrow, maybe to help you out. I've got a couple different lists here. It better come with a catchy ditty like Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Floyd snorted the crack white. (laughs) Uh, How about roasted lamb chops with brown sugar rum glaze? I don't know about you. I hated rain. I my my mom liked lamb chops. That's gross, and not on Thanksgiving. No, uh, I give that one big thumbs down. How about the herb roasted king salmon? Ah, oh, with Pinot Noir sauce. Nobody wants to have fish. Not ever. The only time you have fish is when you go to a sushi restaurant. Not for Thanksgiving. Mmm, king oyster mushroom steaks. You cannot call mushrooms steaks. Got to get past that one already. Mmm, sausage spiced cauliflower steaks. Once again, not steaks. Spiced brown sugar ham with apple juice. Uh, Now, people eat ham on Thanksgiving. That, That one I'll give you. Green and cheese stuffed pumpkin Cinderella? Yuck. The fuck is wrong with that? Now, this is the one I just don't get. Look, look. I don't like turkey. I'm not a fan of turkey. Roasted Cornish game hens. If you're going to eat a game hen, why don't you just eat a turkey? Or get a bucket of chicken. One of the two. Banana leaf wrapped lamb shank tamale. That sounds like way too much work. Buttermilk macaroni and cheese with baby kale. Why? Wait, 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 wait. Why would you fuck up macaroni and cheese by A, putting buttermilk in it, and B, putting kale anywhere near it? That's disgust aroma. Uh, garlic butter rib roast. Okay, that sounds pretty good. Leg of lamb, no. Fingered potatoes, no. 
braised duck legs. I've never had I've I've had some duck, but not really. I mean, I'm looking at these things. These are fucking fancy ass things. Now, now, don't worry if you're one of them people out there that don't like to eat any kind of animals. We have 14 vegan turkey alternatives for the main course. If someone brought or I went to someone's house and they're not serving turkey or ham, my ass will be out the door at Denny's. Uh, Alicia's taking off. She says, adios, ass family. Hope everyone has an awesome turkey day. Well, you as well. All right. So first thing we got to look at here is the uh, Burmese tofu, a.k.a. chickpea flour tofu. What's the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea? I never paid for a garbanzo bean on my face. Why the fuck would you have this for an alternative to turkey that's mild in flavor? Yeah, how about no flavor? Uh, the Burmese tofu, adios. How about the whole roasted cauliflower with turmeric and tahini sauce and pistachios? Mmm. No. No, swing and a miss again. Yeah, look, I, I don't think that they're going to get many hits in this one. But, hey, I, I'm doing this for all my vegan people out there. How about, oh, God, this, oh, come on. Vegan lentil shepherd's pie with parsnip and rotato ma- or potato mash. Why would you mess up shepherd's pie? Shepherd's pie has to have meat in there. They're fucking shepherds, for fuck's sake. Sweet potato and chickpea cakes. Oh, God, those just, and there's a picture of them. Those don't even look good. They, they kind of look like crab cakes, but bad. Yeah, there's a couple vegans in the ass family. Vegan lasagna with roasted vegetables? No, no, no. First of all, you got to have cheese and lasagna. At least cheese, and vegans don't eat regular cheese. Hot Stephanie says all these sound so good. Good and terrible. God damn. I mean, these sound like punishment. This this is just... Did you just poop and then get into bed without underwear on? Yeah, you pretty much did there if you're going to do those. I mean, they sound... You said they sound good? That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Yeah. Zucchini verde enchiladas. I don't even need to go on. Oh, but I will. Mmm. How about the nutty veggie burgers? How about you fuck yourself? Or the vegan pot pie with herby biscuits. Nope. Nope. Marinated tofu steak sandwiches? Nope. Mm-mm. Uh, 
coconut and chili braised winter squash? Why? Why, 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 why do you do this to yourself? Meat is, look, look, I'm not going to try to sell y'all on meat, the vegan people out there. I, I respect you and your choices. But no, these all sound nasty. There, there ain't nothing good on this plate. Ain't nothing good. Yeah, you, you come up to me and you, you offer me a marinated tofu steak sandwich. I'm going to first of all tell you it ain't a steak sandwich. You can't call it steak. Steak is meat. Zucchini enchiladas sound good, just not for Thanksgiving. Get out, Douglas. Someone buy me this recipe book. You know what? Here you go. Hold on a second. I don't have to buy you the recipe book. I can put the link right here. There you go. Now you have the recipes. I guess all you got to do is click on them. Oh, God damn. That's so gross. Man, I, I, I need some cheese or something just to help me. Help me get through this. Help me process all this. All right, jokes for today. And then we'll get to the cover music, and then we'll call Joe Murphy. Uh, jokes for today. You can find a TikTok. How do you, how do you embarrass an archaeologist? And by the way, I, I played the Raiders of the Lost Ark music under this one. How do you embarrass an archaeologist? Give him a used tampon and ask what period it's from. Why is apple juice the best thing to drink? Because OJ will kill you. And what's better than petunias on a piano? Tulips on your organ. (laughs) There you go. Oh, I stopped my run to find out where these were coming from. How unfun am I? Very unfun. Uh, one of these days, you're going to ban me from ass for my taste in food. <laughs> oh, yo, fucking Douglas, it's getting close, buddy. It is getting close. You and all your damn cauliflower shit. Uh, all right, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Now, today is cover song day. I found this cover song on Sunday, and I was so excited. It's a Dwight Yoakam cover song. The original person that sang this song was a country artist named Eddie Arnold. And it's simply called The Cattle Call.
sang his cattle call
did not like the White Stripes version of Jolene. Interesting, because it, it goes down. Like, if you if you were to Google search best cover songs, that one comes up all the time, and I've never listened to it all the way through until that time. I got to agree with y'all. Man, oh, man, I did not. I, I didn't enjoy that. Not as much as the Cattle Call song of Dwight Yoakam. 
That was badass. And then the last one was Robert Plant and the Honey Drippers doing Sea of Love. Uh, we got some more coming up here in just a little bit, so we're going to call Joe now. We got lots of stuff to talk about in sports. Oh, man. Joe's going to get a workout today. He needs it. Oh, shit. I didn't do the celebrity-ass death match. Oh. Joe Murphy, how are you, my man? Oh, I'm doing great, buddy. I am doing great. Uh, good, to, good to hear your voice, my friend. Yeah, yours too. You know, I, it's a... It's a, are you a, are you a cranberry guy? With your no, turkey? no, 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 no cran. I'm not even a turkey guy. I'm having steak tomorrow. Are you? Yeah, oh, okay. I have a big I have a big tomahawk ribeye in the fridge right now. Okay, no, that's great. I know a lot of people. Uh, we uh, we sometimes do prime rib along with our turkey. There you go. There you but go. I'm a huge, but I'm a huge. Uh, of course, I got to deliver the family turkey to the Henry Ruggs today because. Uh, He's unable to go get his own. No, so. oh, okay. Well, there you go. You're doing your good deed of the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that I can do. All right. Well, um, before we get to picking games, have you heard this story about the NFL expansion? Um, I somewhat. I'm, are you talking like a, like a type of a global expansion? Well, they're talking about expanding to 40 teams. Okay, and I, 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 had, I, had, I had heard something about that. Yeah, uh, Mike Florio was talking about it, the guy who knows pretty much everything about the NFL. Now, the five cities that they're talking about go where? Oh, if you had your pick, if you had to make a pick right here, right now, what city would you pick the first expansion team to go to? Okay, well. Now, are you talking just domestic, or are you talking like a global thing? Well, this is going to be the five cities that they're talking about right now are global cities. They're global, but I'm I'm anti-global NFL. Anti. I kind of am, too. Uh, I I know they're probably considering London. Uh, London is number two, I believe, on the list. Yes. Okay. Um. I, I, boy, I would have to think they would maybe, I'm going to take a stab at Mexico City. Mexico City is number one. Okay. Buenos Tardes, amigo, way to go. (laughs) Oh, muchas gracias. Uh, So let's see, we got London, we got Mexico City. Um, Boy, uh, let's see, how about, uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the neighbors up north. Maybe something like a, a Toronto or Montreal. Toronto and Montreal not listed in the top five, but I would oh. when I was going through my list, I would say why not Toronto? Yeah, right, right. Because you know who wants to watch Canadian football? Right, because it um, sucks. It, it's it's, in, it's all metric. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. He, he um, threw for fucking you know. 240 meters this game. I don't even know what yeah, that means. Yeah. I don't know when you're out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, boy, I'm going to say, I'm going to take a stab at maybe, how about Dublin? No, not on no, the list. Okay. okay. That's uh, your fourth pick. You got one more pick, Joe. And then, then, I, then I'll go over the list. And then I think we should talk about where we would put teams. Okay. Okay. Uh, one more guess. Um, I'm going to, oh boy, I'll stick here. Um, what about, boy, how's like Portland? Mm. You, you're almost there, but not there. Okay, you ready for the other three teams that they're talking? Yeah. Only one of these three places 
have they've had a team before. Oh, okay. So that's weird to me that they don't mention Oakland in this at all. Right. The team that the city that has had a team before is they're talking about St. Louis. Oh yeah, I should have I should have thought of that too because you know, thing. I mean, yeah, they're in the Midwest. You know, they they they, they love their sports. They go to their games. So St. Louis, I could see that. I, I think they're still kind of mad about losing their team. But. Well, here here's my problem, Joe. St. Louis has lost two football teams. They lost the Cardinals that came from Chicago, and they lost the Rams. Do they really oh, right. deserve a third team? Yeah, no, I guess you're right. You know, I almost forgot. I forgot about the Cardinals, right? The, yeah. wow, the Cardinals. I mean, as a kid, as a kid, I always thought of the St. Louis Cardinals, right? Yeah. And it just reminded me of that. And the Rams, and they both skipped town. Um, boy. But they have, yeah, they have, that is kind of, that's kind of a good point. You know, they have, they have St. Louis is number five on this list. Are you ready for number three? Because one was Mexico city. Two was London. Number three, Salt Lake city. Oh, that's an interesting, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought of that, but that is a growing, it's a growing town. It's a growing town. And think of all uh, the parking for bicycles they could have. Oh my goodness! No, yeah, <laughs> they can't have games there though. Like, like honestly, I was married to a Mormon before. They can't. Yeah. They couldn't go to games on Sundays. No, no. The owner of the the owner of the uh, of the Utah Jazz doesn't even go to his own games on, uh, on yeah. Sunday. I mean, that's as stupid as fucking Atlanta putting a Chick Fil A in their stadium and not being open on Sundays. <laughs> I know that's that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, and and I, I mean, you could just you. I, I hear that you know after. Of course, Hawaii is number one for being uh for being a a, a bum. You gotta be a bum. But man, they stop, they take care of you in Utah. If you yeah. want to be a bum, I mean, you got it made, and they they scoop you right up. Probably give you tickets to the NFL game if they had a team. Most likely. And it's interesting you mentioned Hawaii because Honolulu is the fourth city they mentioned in this article. I, as I said that, I thought of that, too. Honolulu, huh? Due to the fact that they have Aloha Stadium there. They played the Pro Bowl there every year until 2016. Yep. But, yep. but here's, here's, here's the, oh, wow, that's a big... Brett just said no beer sales on Sunday in Utah. They ain't getting a fucking NFL team then. Oh, that's right. No beer sales on Sunday. First wow. of all, let me let me just say, the NFL does not need to expand, in my opinion. I, I think yeah. that they're perfect as they are. If they were yeah, going to I think, think of a city, I, I would think that you would probably try at least Oakland. Maybe uh, if St. Louis is on their radar, well, it's on their radar. You know, the, the thing with Oakland is they're, you know, is, you know, they've lost their team twice, but also, you know, mm-hmm. that area's also got the Niners. Yeah. And then Very California's true. got two, they've got Good two call. more teams down south. And, and so it is kind of a, uh, that's kind of a weird deal. But, uh, yeah, I, I could, I could just imagine. Boy. You, you brought up the best. Picks. I don't think, I don't like the expansion either, but, you know, it's all about, you know, some of, these, some of these cities, you know, they really want a team, you know. I get it. I get it. But I think you brought up the two cities. If you're going to expand, you got to expand to an even number because you can't fuck up everything. You'd, right. have, you'd have to go Montreal 
and Toronto. If you want to make it an international game, because I've said this before and I'll say it again. If the NFL ever plays a Super Bowl in London, I'm done with the NFL. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. I mean, London people, look, the Brits don't want the game. 90% of the people that are in the stadium are sponsors. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Uh, yeah, You watch that and it's boring as hell. They don't know what's going on. It's like... It's like us. It's like us going to a soccer game. Yeah. It's salt and pepper. We just you guys stick with soccer. We'll stick with American football. Everybody's fine. There you go. And I'll learn as much as I want for Ted Lasso on Apple TV. So there you yeah, go. Exactly. He's a great coach. <laughs> he is an amazing coach. <laughs> believe. Yes, believe. All right. Let's get to some of the games. We'll get to the college games first. Right. Uh, college games are starting. Uh, Pretty much, I, I think, like in 15 minutes because it's Thanksgiving week. First game that we'll look at. Now, this game is happening. I, I didn't pick the Egg Bowl because nobody cares about the fucking Egg Bowl. We're going to go. We're not going to go in our usual order. I'll go ahead and pick this one first. Friday's game at 11 o'clock on Fox TV. The Kansas State, whatever the fuck they are, Wildcats, taking on my beloved Non-bowl game going Texas Longhorns. I was just going to say, you know, this week is bowl week for both of us. It is. It's our last game it's, of the it's fucking our, it's season. It's our bowl week. Right. It's our bowl week. So, let's see. Now, that game is, I believe, on Friday also. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, you've got you've got uh, Texas, Texas at home favored by three. You know what? I, 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 I'm, I like catchers to finish out with a win. And, and you know, just kind of, you know, finish one game short of being bowl eligible just to kind of piss everybody off. Yeah. But uh, but uh, I, I see them beating K-State at home. If they were K-State, it might have a problem. But K-State hasn't showed me a whole lot that, 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 towards the end of the season here. And uh, so I like I like uh, I like Texas to, to to win that game. I I I will pick the Longhorns. I have no hope that they win. They're they're an awful team. It's a team full of quitters. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian already has thirty three commits for next year, new players, and that's got me excited. But this team is just this this team has shit the bed over and over again, and I'm so fucking pissed. Yeah, they yeah they were pretty disappointing this year. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The next game, which is also on Friday, is your beloved school at home in Lincoln, Nebraska, taking on the 16th-ranked Hawkeyes of Iowa. Yes, indeed. And um, you know, <sighs> Iowa favored by a point and a half. This was the league. We have not lost a game by more than nine points. That was only one game. Every other game, we've only lost by seven points. I cannot believe the way we hung in with look what Ohio State did to Michigan State, mm-hmm. and and we lost. We stayed. We we lost by like six, I think. Um, and uh, and so uh, I just I just I think we're going out with a win. Okay, I think I, we're going I, out with a win. I'm going to take Nebraska in that game as well. Now it's also rivalry weekend this weekend in college yeah, football, of course. And the big game is the big game. That's what they call it. It's on at 11 o'clock on Saturday on Fox. The number two ranked Ohio State Buckeyes taking on the number five ranked. Both teams are 10 and one. Yep. Michigan Wolverines. What do you think, Joe? Michigan, I mean, excuse me, Ohio State, this game's at Michigan. 
Ohio's the big house. I don't care if it's in, in, in London, okay? Uh, Ohio State, everybody, they will completely dismantle Michigan and put Michigan in their place and show them that Michigan does not belong in 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 the bowl in the in the playoffs. And, uh, they're going to do to Michigan probably pretty much what they did to Michigan State, I believe. Okay, all right. Uh, since this is such a big rivalry game, too, hey, I think it's going to be closer. I don't think I don't think Ohio State covers. I think it's going to be close. I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan won, but uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take Ohio State. Okay. And I okay. hate him. I hate him. And I, 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 I always love a good game. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I just have a feeling Ohio State is just they come together and they're just they're just too good. They're just gonna. They're just. There's no way Harbaugh can pull this off. So now, now there's another rivalry game which they call the Iron Bowl. And by yes. the way, uh, shout out to my friend Warbird. He just sent me the text. Uh, city employees in the city of Reno do not now have are not having to be required to get the vaccination shot. They will not lose their jobs. So that's a big win for people in their freedoms in the city, city of Reno. Yeah. So good yeah. for that. And I, w- I wanted to mention that because Warbird is a huge Bama fan. So number three, Alabama is quote unquote on the road. They're in the same state taking right. on the six and five Auburn Tigers. You know, Alabama favored by 19 and a half, pretty much three touchdowns. Um, you know, I, I boy, uh, Arkansas gave them a run for their money last week. They sure uh, did. You know, Alabama, Alabama, this, I, I really enjoyed finally seeing Alabama not just blow out everybody and just, and just, and just coach to a national championship. I like to see Saban, you know, it's nice to see him lose one. Um, I don't, I, I, I don't think he's going to have a problem in this game, though. Auburn is not, you know, they need they need Bo Jackson back <laughs> because they, they're not they're not going to do well in this one. I think Alabama rolls in this one. Yeah, the Tide's going to roll big in this game. I, I I don't see this one being close whatsoever. Now, yeah. before we get to the last game of Saturday, I just want you real quick, Joe, who's going to get the coaching job at LSU and who's going to get the coaching job at Florida. I'll get, uh, you know, my buddy's a big Florida fan, and he was saying he just thought, too, he thought that that as a guy at Florida, I forget his name, was just waiting for his buyout. Dan Mullen. Huh? Dan Mullen. Yeah, Dan Mullen, especially when they lost to Missouri. That was it, you know. And uh, so, boy, boy, there's so many openings. You know, I was just opening a thing before we called about these the coaching openings, and there's so many – Guys that are doing well. I mean, the guy from Cincinnati. Yeah, he's probably he might fill one of those jobs. Even um, though they did they did make the fin- the top four last night. They 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 are in the final four right now in the playoffs. As of now, they're in the final four. Wow. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, all the BCS rankings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so I mean, I, but that's he could lead that. I mean, Cincinnati. Come on, to go from Cincinnati to like a Florida or an LSU is mm-hmm. is, is huge. Um, the paycheck. Um, and so I think well, I think that guy. I think that guy leads somewhere. And I think, um, boy, uh, boy, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm, that's a tough call. All right, I have. I'm, I'm going to let you think about it because I have. There's actually another opening too, and that's going to be the University of Miami. So this is what I think happens. 
I think the Cincinnati coach ends up going to Florida. I think Lane Kiffin leaves Ole Miss and goes to Miami, no longer in the SEC. Okay. And I think Lincoln Riley leaves OU and goes to LSU. If Lincoln Riley doesn't go to OU or to LSU, the head coach from Iowa State will go to uh, LSU. Yeah, that's a great call. I like that Iowa State. Uh, Lincoln Riley, boy, yeah, if he needs OU, boy, there'll, there'll be some, some sour taste in the, some people's mouths down there. But Not mine. But, I'll uh, be happy to see that motherfucker gone. Fuck him. <laughs> I hate him. I know. You're probably a big Barry Switzer fan, too, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I hated when he was the cowboy coach, man. It was fucking murder. Oh, but yeah, oh yeah, when he was the Cowboy coach. I'm even talking when he was the Oklahoma oh, oh, coach. I hate that motherfucker with every fiber of my being, Joe. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. One more game, and that is Bedlam. They call it Bedlam because it's right. number 10, Oklahoma, taking on number 7, Okie State. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Okie State favored by four at home. You're going to hate me, but I, I, I think Oklahoma beats them. Oh, I think the Ho- I, I think the Pokes got them this year. You think Gun, so? Guns up for the Pokes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, Oklahoma has always pissed me off. You know, as a Nebraska fan, trust me, I went through years of anguish. Yeah, with, oh, with I know. Oklahoma. I know. And, and you, so, look, I, I love, I love the head coach at Oklahoma State. I'm a man. I'm 40. Uh, he's the best. Mike Gundy, yeah, he is. G- Gundy is the best. Gundy was actually the quarterback when yep. I just after I just graduated college. Uh, in fact, I might have still been in my senior year, but it was right after. He was the quarterback at Oklahoma State, and I remember he was just a gunslinger. I mean, oh, he, he was is. just a badass as a quarterback, too. And so I, I do like him uh, uh, as a coach. But there's something about Oklahoma that just pisses me off, and they win, and uh, I just got a feeling they're going to win this one. But, okay. But, All right. Uh, that's, I, 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 that's another one I hope it's a great game because right. uh, I don't care. Now, I was asked by Cowboys Girl, Arnie, you said you heard C.D. Lamb will play on Thursday, but everything I've been seeing says he's questionable. He came out and said he's going to play. I don't know if he's going to play because we're transitioning to the NFL now. Talk about okay. the Cowboys game second. First game tomorrow morning is the worst game of the entire year. It's the Lions at home on national TV taking on the Bears. Well, that's crazy because I'm going to a watch party at Chris Payne's. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's crazy? The Bears are on the, the Bears are 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 on uh, 9. Okay. The Lions. Oh, nine, but they're only on a one-game losing streak. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> because they tied the Steelers. Thank you very much. Um, so I like I like Detroit to upset tomorrow. I like to win. I like Detroit to win. Oh wow. Okay. That's a big one there. I, Detroit's not winning a game this season. Okay. Chicago yeah. favored by three. This uh, is a, this, if there's one shot, this is it for them. So uh, our our ass family member Bradley says, "Don't forget the Commonwealth Cup. Fuck UVA. Yeah, go Hokies. You got to root for Virginia Tech tomorrow." <laughs> What's it called? The the, the, the Commonwealth yeah. Cup. Yeah, all we know is Virginia's for lovers. Okay, just forget it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right, the two thirty game. 
On CBS is the 5-5 five and five Las Vegas Raiders coming to my beloved Dallas Cowboys. Yep, yep. Cowboys uh, open at 7. It's like 7 and a half now. Uh, I, oh, how about them? I, you know, it, it, I mean, it, I, it, I, I'd like to see the Raiders win, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I, you know, uh, boy, old, old, old Derek Carr, he is, he is bumming. He just, he just, he wants to turn it around so bad, but I just don't think they have the personnel. But then Dallas, you know, Dallas didn't look too hot last week. No. So, uh, uh, yeah, so, uh, oh boy, as much as I, you know, and I, 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 there's always upsets on Thanksgiving, it seems like, but I just, I, I think Dallas will cover this game. All right. Uh, then we have the late game, which was only added a few years ago, and I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but it's on NBC. All the right. six and four Buffalo Bills are going down to New Orleans to take on the five and five Saints. Okay. And look at this. Open is four and a half. Buffalo, four and a half point favorite. Uh, and now it's six and a half. Almost a touchdown favorite. But we never know what Buffalo Bills team is going to show up. So I'm taking the Saints in an upset. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I, I'm, I'm going to stick with my Buffalo Bills bandwagon. If they lose this week, I'm off. I'm jumping off that. that, that, that okay. No, I ain't going to fucking pick them anymore. All now, right. let's go to Sunday's games. Big game for you, the five and four, five, four, and one. I got to remember to say that one in there for the Steelers are taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Bungles are favored by four. It's in Cincinnati. I don't care. That's still in Ohio, and Ohio loves Pittsburgh. Um, So, uh, uh, you know, I got to take the Steelers. And if, the Steelers if the Steelers don't win this one, uh, I mean, it's going to be a great payoff, too, if you bet it on the money line. It'd be a great day. But if the Steelers don't win this one, it's, it's goodbye playoffs. Uh, let's, you know, let's start. Because, and we've lost, we gotta, we've lost a lot of guys on D. So, uh, um, you know, what a great game last Sunday's game was. I mean, they came all the way back, almost won it. But the defense just, boom, gave up the big play after big play. Yeah. And and so uh, I, I I hope the Steelers win. Um, so, but uh, I'm, I like to see. I'm taking the points today. Okay. I mean, Maybe a little bit of a heart bet there, but yeah. All right, all right. Next game, uh, the seven and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the six and five resurgent Indianapolis Colts. Okay, Tampa Bay three point favorite. This one's in Indianapolis. I, I I like the Colts. I think the Colts. Yeah, I like I like the word resurgent you used there, and I think that they uh, I think they continue and uh, uh, and they win this one. They are on a, they're on a three game winning streak. They are. They're hot right now, and the Buccaneers yeah. are kind of just kind of lukewarm. I I think that Tom Brady is really missing Gronk a lot more than people are giving him credit for. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can they see match, that. Again, matching Christmas pajamas and everything. <laughs> so, <I> mean, uh, <laughs> all right, Cam Newton is on the road with his five and six Panthers taking on the four and seven Dolphins. Oh, if I hear, if I see him scream, "I'm back!" one more time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slap him because I can't handle it. Um, Carolina, let's see, Miami on a three-game winning streak. Dolphins continue to roll. Uh, 
Carolina's favored by a point, point and a half. I don't care. Miami wins this one at home. All right. I'll take Miami as well. Uh, now, a team that I did not sell, Gronk is back now. Oh, shit. If Gronk's back, then I'm taking Tampa Bay in that game. Okay. Uh, the Titans, who lost to the Texans last week, on the road against New England this week. Okay. And uh, let me see. Let me, the Titans, um, where are we at here? Uh, the Titans. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got them. Yeah, no, I wanted to, I've got a thing here I look at. Um, uh, the Titans have waved, uh, have waved uh, Adrian Peterson. Oh, he's gone? Good. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just saw that this morning. So I don't know who's, who's going to be the running back. Uh, wow, New England. Favored uh, by two and a half. I like the Titans to come back. Make a comeback. It's, if this was a if this was a Tom Brady, New England, Bill Belichick team, no problem. New England right. rolls, but I like Tennessee in this one. I like New England in a close game. I I think the Titans last week we were starting to see the true colors of the Titans, and of course I can never pick a team from Tennessee. Right. I, I like the Patriots in this game. Right. Uh next one. On Fox on uh, noon on Sunday, the five and six Eagles are taking on the three and seven Giants. Yuck! Wow, what a horrible game! Oh, that's uh, a Eagles, toilet. Eagles favored by three, three and a half. Eagles, I think the Eagles. I, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, only Eagle quarterback ever to three rushing touchdowns last week. Uh, uh, yeah, because I don't think uh, who is who is that uh, Ron Jaworski. I don't think he had one rushing touchdown. Well, so. yeah, I mean, hey, that's a pretty big number because they had Randall Cunningham. Oh, that is true, and, right. and but, Michael Vick. Yes, yes. So that is a big. That is big. Wow, that is true. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I, I uh, let's see. I like I, I like the Eagles. Okay. I like the Eagles to roll, not to roll, but to low cover. I am rooting for ISIS in this game uh, due to the fact that both of those teams are in the NFC East, and I hate them both. So that is my okay. official pick is ISIS in that game. Okay, okay. I'm gonna, I usually take the Taliban, but whatever. <laughs> uh, boy, here's a, here's a game the Taliban wouldn't even go to. The four and six Falcons taking on the two and, what, 80 Jaguars. Okay. That is a pick em game. Fuck. Jacksonville. What? I just said, yeah. fuck, how can I, if you're Atlanta, you have to be embarrassed that that's a fucking <laughs> it's a pick game. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Well, you know what? Win number three for the Jags this, this week. I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> I'll, I'll pick the Jags at home this We're week. We're going to have uh, uh, Urban Meyer wins and Ohio State wins this there week. There you go. So. Uh, how about that? Oh, another, oh, this is another bad punishment game. The two and eight Jets taking on the two and eight Texans. God Almighty, that is a terrible game. <laughs> God, God Almighty. Ridiculous. You know, the only thing that would make this game better is if Travis Scott somehow showed up at this game well, in Houston. Okay, here's the thing. The Jets are 0-5 on the road. Houston, Houston has won one game on the road. Houston, uh, oh, but the Jets are on a three-game losing streak. I think I think that the, uh, the, uh, Zach is back for the Jets. I think the Jets win this one. Okay, uh, man, I, I'll I guess I'll go with the Jets. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. God, that's ugly. Yeah. Uh, AFC West matchup here: the six and four Chargers, who 
I guess didn't look too bad against the Steelers the other night, taking on the five and five Broncos. Well, and this one here, the Chargers, uh, they, 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 after scoring 107 points against the freaking Steelers, um, they're going to go to the Mile High City. They're running out of gas. They lose this one. Okay. Even though they're favored by two and a half. Wow. I, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Chargers on that one. Okay. Uh, what possibly could be maybe an NFC championship game matchup here. We got the 7-3 and three Rams going to the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, taking yeah. on the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Well, uh, it's now a pick em. Um You don't, you don't, you, uh, Aaron Rodgers has only lost, that was the second time he's lost all year that he's been the quarterback. He doesn't lose again, especially, I mean, at home. So I like the Packers in this one. I like the Packers too with this one. I don't like the Rams at all. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be a cancer on that team. Yeah. Uh, next one up here is the another resurgent team. The five and five Minnesota Vikings taking on the five and five San Francisco 49ers. Here's the thing. The man that the Niners one and four at home. Boy, but Niner fans are just bumming. Uh the Niners are favored by a field goal. The Niners win this one. I am just going to say one word, my friend. Skull! Skull. Yes, okay. that's what the Vikings cheer before every game. I'm picking the Vikings. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. There I you think, go. I, I think I saw that on How I Met Your Mother once because they got a <laughs> Canadian on that team or something. I don't know what. From Minnesota or something. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Last game on Sunday uh, is the Sunday night game. Not a bad game here. The six and five Browns taking on the seven and three Baltimore Ravens. Boy, um, this thing opened at five and a half. Baltimore favored by five and a half. Down to three and a half. There's a lot of money going on in Cleveland. I don't. I don't know why. I'm just. I'm gonna say I like Cleveland because I hate Baltimore. Like like you hate Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I understand. hate Baltimore. I, I hate it. Baltimore. And so I, you know, I I just remember Ray Lewis. How uh, in the in the in the ninety four or ninety five Orange Bowl we ran him we ran all over him and won the national championship and so uh, and I just I just don't like Baltimore still to this day so uh, I I'm going to take Cleveland in this thing. Well, as you mentioned, the aforementioned Oklahoma Sooners starting quarterback is now with the Browns, so I have to take the Ravens in this game. Okay, all right. And then Monday night, we got the Seahawks and the Washington football team. What a terrible Monday night game. And let me just say, uh, let me just say, you know, to people listening out there, you know, you can, you you get these guys with their laptops and their analysis and these guys in the TV studios doing this. And, 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 you know, me and Arnie, we use a kind of a rationale for our pick. Yeah. It just works like the, like the woman at the track that goes, ooh, that's just a pretty horse. Bet exactly. on the pretty one. Yes. And, that's, and that's one of the best systems there is. So Damn I'm right. We're sticking with it. Yep. Okay. At Seattle at the Skins. Oh, man. Troubles continue for for uh, Marcus, uh, for uh, Russell. Okay. Uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, problems continue for him. Skins win this one. This is like, uh, oh, and it's open. Seattle favorite by three and a half. It's now Washington one point favorite. All right, so you got you've got Washington. 
I'm taking the skin. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the football team. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Washington, whatever they are. Joe, I hope you have a spectacular Thanksgiving, my friend. Thank you. I'm very thankful that you've been a part of the show this year. I can't say how much I appreciate you enough. Whatever you do, though, don't beat up anybody on Black Friday. Just please. I will not. I, fact, I stay out of the store. I stay out of the store. And, um, and uh, because, well, number one, I don't have any money. <laughs> I, just, I just, I don't do that whole Black Friday thing. And, uh, you know, the bowl season's coming up. Just let me know, you know, whenever. Oh, if you, yeah. If you want to chime in for the bowl games, I'm more than happy because I really enjoy it. Arnie. Oh, I, you, I still got you for the rest of the NFL season. So, of course, you're going to be here for bowl oh, games. Okay. Kind yeah. of like a sayonara to me, but we're, we're, no, we're no. good for next Tomorrow's okay. Thanksgiving. I was giving my thanks for you, Joe. Oh, Jesus thank Christ. Well. Thank you. Uh, now man. I'm tired. Now I'm very tired. Uh, man, uh, thank oh, man. Thank you very much. And, 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 no, and thank you for you, too, honey. I appreciate uh, it because I really do enjoy it. And I hope you I hope you tear up that Tomahawk day. I will, my friend. All right. I will talk to you next week, buddy. All right, bud. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, who's obviously nursing a head wound of some sorts. And we didn't get to it last at the end of the last break. We have to do it now. It's time for Celebrity. That's Mad! Mascots of Holiday Edition! Man, I can't believe I forgot about this. It's a Wednesday. I'm not used to doing it all Wednesday. So what I've done is I found mascots from all the holidays. And we're going to use them, and we're going to find out who is on the Mount Rushmore of holiday mascots right here, right now. Let's get it on! Now, what we'll do to catch up is we'll do this, then we'll play songs, we'll come back, play the second round, do the stories, and then finish the show with that. How's that sound? Does that sound good? That sound good? I, that sounds good to me. All right, our first matchup, Ask Family. I give you the king of all holiday mascots, you have to agree. The man who lives in the North Pole, and his balls are so big because he only comes once a year. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Santa Claus. And he is taking on that evil German version of Santa Claus known as Krampus. Santa versus Krampus. Ask family, who you got? Krampus did get a lot of votes, but Santa moves on. Next matchup, we have gobble, 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 Tom Turkey. The talking turkey that is dumb taking on baby New Year. 
Remember this one in the Claymation Weird series? They give the kid a big hat and everything. So there you go. Tom Turkey versus Baby New Year. Ask family who you got. Next matchup. Oh, boy, this is going to be a tough one here. We have the Great Pumpkin itself from Charlie Brown celebrating Halloween. The Great Pumpkin taking on that rodent that determines whether we will see spring or continue with winter. Poxa Tawny Phil. Great Pumpkin versus a big, gigantic rat, Poxitani Phil. Ask family, who ya got? This is a heated fight here. Man, oh man. We've only got a few seconds. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, we are tied. We are tied. Hangtown Jen had the last one of Phil. Who who we got here? I want to take Phil, stuff him into a pillowcase, and beat him against Lake Tree. Uh, d- 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 does that mean you're voting for him? Oh, you already voted, V. Coop. You voted for the pumpkin. I need a vote. I need a vote between Poxitani Phil and the Great Pumpkin. My God, who will it be? Ask family. I mean, I, I don't have much more time. We got Phil wins. Oh my God, Phil wins. Poxitani Phil with a win. Oh my God, Phil wins it. Final matchup in the first round. And we come back from the break after we figure out who goes on the mountain. We will do another round. Here we go. A newly developed character. His name is Hanukkah Harry. Celebrating, obviously, Hanukkah. Hanukkah Harry taking on Father Time. Father Time versus Hanukkah Harry. Ask family, who ya got?
<laughs> it rises. A lot of people don't like the Jews here, I see. <laughs> oh, Father Time moves on. So now we will see who gets on the Mount Rushmore. First matchup is set between the man we all know as Santa Claus taking on Tom Turkey. Santa versus Tom Turkey. Ask family, who you got? We can just wrap this one up now. I mean, Tom Turkey, I, look. I mean, how do you think fan, Santa got so fat by eating all them damn turkeys? That's how. And he just ate Tom Turkey. Santa is on the Mount Rushmore. Our final matchup of the first round, Ask Family. Is that big, gigantic groundhog that needs to show his damn face off once a year, Puxatawney Phil, taking on Father Time? Poxitani Phil, Father Time, Ask Family, who ya got? Time is storming back, people. Only a few seconds to go. Wow, last second vote for Poxatani Phil. Poxatani Phil moves on and is now on the Mount Rushmore of holiday mascots. We will continue this after the music and then finish it after the next break here at Arnie Radio. Dot com where the cover songs continue.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, so those three that we just played were Sympathy for the Devil. Rolling Stones did it originally. Uh, that was Motorhead. Gotta love Lemmy, but that was Motorhead. Bad Wolves doing Zombie. And then Mike Ness, the lead singer of Social Distortion, who released a solo album that was kind of a rockabilly album. I think this one's called Under the Influences. Uh, great album. And he did Ring of Fire. He did a bunch of them. So, uh, But I do love Social D- Distortion. I got to see them one of their first tours when they were on the Vans Warp Tour. Limp Biscuit. that was Limp Biscuit's first big headline, or not even headlining. They were on that tour. And uh, love Social D. Love Mike Ness. Now, getting to the Black Wolf or the Bad Wolves song there, the zombie cover, I did not realize they changed the year. And I knew what the song was about. I don't know if it has anything to do with BLM arised because they recorded that and all the proceeds of that money went to Dolores' family, Dolores, the lead singer from the Cranberries, who originally did that. She was actually supposed to record that with them. She ended up ODing, though, like a day or two before they were going to record that. So I'm not 100% sure. I thought they did it to honor her. Uh, but but that is that one. And and by the way, everybody's saying, like, these other versions, like, I agree that the Stones version is way better than Motorhead. There are only a very, very few that you'll ever hear me say, I think that's better than the original. The one that always comes to mind, and and this is no, no shot at this band, uh, but it's the Kinks, and I think this version was done better. <laughs> Mainly just for that beginning part right there. Maybe it's about the overdose opioids death. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not completely sure, Rise. I will look into it, though. I will look into that because I like knowing the stuff behind the music as well. Now, look. Look, we, we can't sit here and talk about music all day because we have to get back to something right now. Since I fucked up, that's right. We have to get back to celebrity. Celebrity. Yes, 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 the mascot of holiday. Now, in the first round, we saw that Santa went pretty much painfully, uh, painlessly through there. He's on the Mount Rushmore along with Boxatawney Phil. And now we will find out who will face them after I read the stories here at ArnieRadio.com. Let's get it on. All right, here we go, last family. Our first matchup in holiday mascots, the Easter Bunny. That's right. We've got old hippity-hoppity going down the old Easter trail, the Easter Bunny taking on Someone who's also would be known as a cat burglar who sneaks into your house and molests your children. I'm talking about the Tooth Fairy. Easter Bunny versus Tooth Fairy. Ass family. Who you got?
Bunny just did it all over the Tooth Fairy. Easter Bunny moves on. Next challengers. A very little-known holiday mascot, but he's out there. His name is Cinco Devato. The mascot for Cinco de Mayo is Cinco Devato. Little fella's got a big-ass sombrero on. Cinco Devato taking on Uncle Sam. You know, for 4th of July. Cinco Devato versus Uncle Sam. Yes, really, you rised. Who, <laughs> who you got? Devato didn't do that well. Uncle Sam moves on. Now, we have a matchup that's, oh, it's all about the springtime, people. We've got that little baby that wears a diaper and has wings and shoots people illegally with arrows. That's right, I'm talking about the one and only Cupid. Taking on that little Irishman who's got a pot of gold and a fifth of whiskey with him everywhere. We're talking about the Leprechaun. Cupid versus the Leprechaun. Ask family, who ya got? Cupid's not made up. Leprechaun moves on in all his drunken glory. Leprechaun. All right. Our final matchup. This is going to be a tough one. Both are Christmas mascots. In one corner, we have the little reindeer. 
who wanted to lead a sleigh because of his red nose. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, taking on Jesus. Rudolph versus Jesus. Ask family who you got. You know, you kind of. find out who will be on the Mount Rushmore. (laughs) Will it be in a first matchup here? Will it be the Easter Bunny? Or will it be Uncle Sam? Uncle Sam versus the Easter Bunny. Ask family who you got. vote on this one to see if Jesus gets nailed or carved up on the mountain, but good God almighty, it is Lucky the Leprechaun, the the mascot of St. Patrick's Day, taking on Jesus, Leprechaun versus Jesus, ass family, who ya got? Going back and forth. My God, we are all tied. Cowboys Girl heads the last vote up there. It's coming down to whoever votes after Cowboys Girl for either the Leprechaun or Jesus. Who will make it up on the mountain? 
I'm waiting. Got to have a vote. Need a vote. Jesus versus Lucky the Leprechaun. I know I'm going to hell for this one, but it's worth it. Come on, people. I need a vote. Everyone's trying to redeem themselves for hating Jews by voting for Jesus. Ah, leopard. The leprechaun. The leprechaun. Braddy Kidd wins it with the leprechaun. The leprechaun goes up on the mountain. Now, we're going to do the stories, and then we'll come back to this and find out who the face of this Mount Rushmore will be. Everybody's voting for old Jesus a little late. I'm sorry about that. Uh, now, now uh, oh, well, we got to do this. Hold on. I got to do this, and then I got to go to this, and then we got to do There we go. Much better than the white stripes, by the way. Jizzling, 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 I'm begging you, please don't take that girl. Jizzling, 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 please don't take her to that awful man. Your money is beyond compare with fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. Your smile is so frightening, your cooch is nothing I have seen. I would never serve you to an enemy. Gisling. All right. The trial has begun. They've started to pick jurors out in the Gisling Maxwell trial. And look, look, don't don't get roped into these social media arguments that are going on saying, why isn't this being shown? And they showed the Kyle Rittenhouse one. Why don't they show this one? Of course, they're not going to show this one because too many people are going to get hurt. We want to see it. I want to see. I want to watch this trial. I want to see names get named and I want to hear the things that have not happened. Now, one of her accusers will detail a repugnant sex act. What? A repugnant sex act? Maybe something like this? Do you want to know what a Boston steamer is? The act of taking a SH asterisk T on someone's chest before, during, or after sex very similar to the Cleveland steamer. But with the Boston steamer, you also teabag her with your nutsack while taking the SH asterisk T. Wow. Now, I don't know if that's the actual act they're going to talk about in detail, uh, but the accuser known as Minor Victim 3 is expected to give testimony detailing a repugnant sex. I don't know. It could be munging that they did. I, I, I'm not sure. Court documents obtained by the Daily Mail say, well, which uh, it's supposed to serve as evidence as his preferred preference of young women. From what I've heard, this is a federal court and TVs are not allowed inside. Okay, thank you, Kale. I appreciate that. Now, her lawyers are demanding that the testimony be excluded, claiming it could unfairly sway the jury since the accuser was over the UK's age of consent. She's known to be British, but Epstein in 1994, when she was around 17, one year older than the legal age of consent. Well, where did it happen? Did it happen in Great Britain, or did it happen in Florida, or where the legal age of consent is not 17? I love how this 
these lawyers are throwing out or wanting to throw out all these testimonies from these girls, which pretty much proves to me that if they want to throw out the testimony, it's all going to be true against her. And it's all going to be true against Jeffrey Epstein, the piece of shit that he was. I want this trial to be over with quickly because I'm, t- I'm, I'm tired of it. Because more shit's getting unearthed, and something that got unearthed yesterday while dealing with this is really, really nasty. And, of course, I'm going to share it with you. Um, th- th- this is... This is repugnant at best, and, and I'm not even, even going to try to make jokes about this. A photograph has been unearthed, shows Jeffrey Epstein along with our girl Ghislaine being blessed by Pope John Paul II. Now, look, you can put in all your pedophile jokes there. You can do all you want. This is a case that Prince Andrew's going to be involved in. The Roy- a member of the royal family's involved for this. We're probably going to hear some names of leaders of this country. You're going to hear about all kinds of Hollywood royalty. You're going to hear about all kinds of... And I don't care. I'm with Tommy on this because Tommy said it, and I back him up. If you were a part of Pedophile Island and you're a part of any of this, you should be canceled immediately. Because let, let me just say this. This isn't about canceling because we don't agree with somebody said something. They were raping young girls. They were forcing young girls to have sex with old men on an island. They were baptized through Bukaki, pretty much. This is so gross that these two were, were, were there with the Pope. And I mean, Catholics all over the world are seeing this picture and just shaking their heads going, how many fucking times does this religion have to get punched in the nuts? I mean, damn. Can't even imagine a Boston steamer motherfucker would get my ass thrown in jail. I just can't with these awful sex things. I mean, are people really shitting on each other during sex? I've been married to Mike 12 years, 12 years, and if that man so much as takes a shit without the door closed and without Febreze, I'll fucking hate him for a week. I, I, I hope not. I hope these things aren't really happening, but they're funny as shit to play. Take them all out. I don't care who it is. I think there are a lot of assholes out there touching kids who are defending Rosenbaum. There are, man, that Rosenbaum guy, the guy that fucking Kyle Rittenhouse blew away. Isn't it amazing? Like, like everybody in this country, both sides, Republicans and Democrats, I don't care, black, white, there's one group of people that we all hate, and that's pedophiles. And now you have these militant idiots that hate our government, hate the police, hate everything, right? And they're holding this guy up, a pedophile, as a hero. Do you think they would hang, uh, I mean, no pun intended since he did hang himself, would they hold up Jeffrey Epstein as a hero? Rosenbaum is the guy that, one of the guys, one of the two guys, 
that Kyle Rittenhouse shot and killed when he was defending himself. He molested and raped five kids. The other guy who got shot and killed choked his mother. Now, I know people have bad parents out there, but you choked your mama? No, I I ain't got time for that. I ain't got any time for that. So this case, by the way, they're in uh, closing arguments in the trial of the the three uh, racists. I believe the jury's deliberating. I haven't seen anything yet uh, in Atlanta. Tensions are high in this case. They said verdict watches on. I, I can't. His side, the, 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 the defense side, tried to say that they were trying to make a citizen's arrest on Mr. Arbery. Because he was looking at these properties and he was running. So they tried to citizens arrest him and he didn't comply. So they shot him with a shotgun. I'm, I'm not buying any of that. Mm-mm-mm. Just the fact that they're trying to cancel the word pedophile and calling it minor addicted person or MAP is evidence of our moral com- collapse. Amen. By the way, thank God that that professor has been removed. I forget exactly what I was at the University of Virginia. I forget which university he was at, but this guy's at a university. He wanted it called that minor addicted person. That's terrible. Terrible. Mm -mm -mm. All right. Enough of the hard hitting stuff here because this is this is all fucking sad and gross and shit. Uh, And I don't want to do any more of them. How about this story here? I've, I've, we've tried to watch the, uh, the Tiger King 2, and I guess it, be, it was because we were in lockdown, and this whole story, the first part of it, was so fascinating to see a guy with a mullet wearing leopard print who's gay, and he's a cowboy, and he's talking about this bitch, Carol Baskins. Part 2 has not been that good, I got to say, it, it, and, and poor Joe Exotic. He's never, ever, he is never, ever going to reap the rewards of being Joe Exotic now. Uh, Indeed, who the fuck really cares about their family? Yep. Um, Joe Exotic has been transferred to a medical facility in North Carolina. He was in Fort Worth. Um, after he was given his diagnosis of, I believe he has rectal cancer, and I'm not making that up, uh, the former Oklahoma zookeeper was flown to a medical center in Butner, North Carolina. Prostate cancer, I'm sorry, he has. And he's getting medical attention and tests for a host of other issues. Appeals court ruled the exotic uh, should get a shorter prison sentence for his role in the murder-for-hire plot. Sentenced to 22 years for trying to kill that bitch, Carol Baskins. That, this whole thing. I, I don't know about you, but I, I'm kind of done with the whole Tiger King thing. Can, can we just, can we wash our hands of, of, of Tiger King and admit that it was great while we had it that first time? But now it's just too much. Now it's like, ugh. 
Do both sides hate pedophiles? Because one side voted one into office. Well, look, look, I, I'm not saying this to make it up. I've heard a few names from the black book. And this is why I said I don't care who you are. If your name is in that book and you are a part of pedophile. Now, I just heard that this name was in the black book. And I can see why it's in there because they lived on the same area near Mar-a-Lago. If you know who I'm talking about, do I, I don't think that Donald Trump was any part of this, but his name is in the book. There's a lot of names in this book, and a lot of these names you're going to scratch your head at. Uh, Joe Exotic is going to get out. No, he's not. He's going to end up dying in this hospital. Joe Exotic's never getting out. Look, that that's the one thing that part two has shown, how these fucking lawyers are wrapping planes with this logo on there, wrapping up Cadillacs, driving all around. They never got the pardon for him. They never got a retrial. And there are a lot of holes in this trial that happened. But I'm just telling you right now that that Joe Exotic, if he gets out, if Joe Exotic gets out, he'll get out for one of those... uh, He'll get out medically. A compassionate release, I believe, is what it's called, so he can spend his last days not in prison. Oh, gosh. Gosh, almighty Joe. You fucking weirdo, you. You and your fucking bleach blonde mullet and your lip-syncing country songs. They they, they did show in one of the uh, episodes of Tiger King 2, he's going, he went and got his hair did. And and I think it was at a Vidal Sassoon place. The gal's bleaching his hair, bleaching his mullet, and he's talking about how his his current country music video just uh, was released. They showed one thing they did that was just so awful. So one of the songs that he decided to uh, lip sync, you know, and Millie Vanilli up, he shot a video, and he used it. he, He shot the video at the same time he was burying one of his chimpanzees. And he put the dead chimpanzee in a Joe Exotic t-shirt. Joe Exotic is a big piece of trash. Oh, man. Joe, Joe, Joe. Uh, something was long. La- I think it was launched today. Was it launched today, this NASA space launch? To test asteroid deflection. So they're releasing this thing, right? So if an asteroid is actually coming towards Earth, and they don't have any predicted for the the next 75 years, so I could care less. If they ever catch like a, 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 call an Armageddon or, or a deep horizon impact, deep impact, NASA is going to shoot a rocket at the at the asteroid to try to deflect it with like a nudge. Now, I, I don't like this idea at all. And we're testing the theory today, I guess. The 325 million DART mission, short for double asteroid redirection test. Oh, this shot, it shoots off, it shot off this morning at 1.21 a.m. 
I just I hope it hits an asteroid and it doesn't deflect it towards Earth. Can't you see that happening? Hey, we're gonna shoot this rocket ship off, try to deflect an asteroid. Whoops a daisy. We put it right on course to hit Poughkeepsie. Uh, I have not watched part two all the way to the end yet. No. I I I I, I fell asleep and I've lost all interest in it. Oh, I, I saw that he was a cop. He was the youngest cop ever in Texas. That just makes me sad for my home state. That Joe Exotic was actually a police officer here. And he was married to, like, the fire chief's daughter. That's the weird part. And he would, like, dance for them to raise money for squad cars and shit. God dang. What a what a fruitcake that guy is. Um the probe will spend almost a year going to the asteroid system more than six and a half million miles away from Earth. The target is Dimorphus, a space rock. Can't believe I'm reading this. Uh measuring five hundred and twenty-five feet across that orbits a much larger asteroid named Didymos, which is measured at 2,500 feet across. It looks like a big slug, and it will hit at 15,000 miles an hour. Oh, yeah, and you don't expect any of those parts to come flying off towards Earth? I mean, it is over 6.5 million miles away, so it's going to take a while to get here. Thank God. Now, there's a new drug out there. If you don't want to take this, is so funny. I can't believe this is real. The United States has approved a drug for the first time that can be given to kids of dwarfism. It's a daily injection, and it costs about $300,000 a year, but you can grow... Half an inch a year. You are an idiot! (laughs) (laughs) What an idiot! Oh, what a loser! So think about this. If you are a dwarf, midget if you will, they've got this drug. It's called achondroplasia. Kids are given that for a year to get an extra half inch tall. They're still going to be little. Why are you? Why, why would you spend three? Look, I'm four foot one and a half. <laughs> and by the way, will it make anybody else taller? The trick. <laughs> Like, I, I'm not laughing at dwarfism. I know that dwarf people get upset and they, 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 they're little cranky people and everything. I Look, my grandmother would, would walk on the other side of the street if she saw something like that walking towards her. But come on. Good Lord. Brett says, don't inject it into your dick. You know some asshole will. 
I'm a sick person. You said dwarfism, and my ears perked up. God, I have an odd fascination with little people. Why would you take daily injections of something if you're only going to grow a half an inch? I mean, I, I honestly, like if you were to spring up like nine, ten inches, I can understand. But half an inch? Did you not put enough syrup in there? A half an inch? I'm paying three hundred thousand dollars to go from three foot six to four foot tall? No. If I'm paying $300,000, I want to go from three and a half feet tall to like six and a half feet tall. Thank God we got that approved. Boy, oh boy. Think about this. You have tons and tons of people studying and working on this drug, but cancer is still out there. Oh, and we haven't figured out COVID yet. I mean, really? Hey, how can we stop COVID? Ah, it doesn't matter. We fixed dwarfism by a half an inch. Come on. We're better than that. This is something some third world nation does, not us. You see, when they finally got the final data after like a year-long study of this, they're fucking probably celebrating in there, and then there's one... Fucking asshole in the group, the Arnie of the group, if you will, and go, it's a half an inch. Woo. You got a whole half inch taller. Wow. You still can't get to the top of the damn grocery aisle, can you? And by the way, you know you know the old baseball phrase, can of corn? We all know that that came from, like, grocers in the early 1900s. They kept large cans of corn on the top shelf when they had too much. And they would use a broom, and they would pop it down. It was an easy catch. And they called it a can of corn. Is it, like, is a can of corn for, like, the, the smaller people in the world, is that, like, on the second or third shelf? Because if it's coming from that top shelf, man, that thing's going to be moving. That's like the Empire State Building to them. A half inch longer. Well, this isn't a penis pill. Uh, I'm not going to complain if I grew a half an inch, but I'm not going to pay $300,000 for it. In 10 years, they'll find out that their limbs don't grow and you'll have people walking around looking like (laughs) T-Rexes. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, our last story here, uh, before we get back to celebrity-ass deathmatch and find out who the face of this Mount Rushmore is, and then we all go our separate ways for, which is a, 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 a a fantastic holiday of Thanksgiving, which will be tomorrow. A Southwest Airlines passenger was fined $40,000 recently. Oh, by the way, since tomorrow's Thanksgiving, guess what today is? Today's Bucky's Day. Bucky's Day. Bucky's Day. Can't wait. Can't wait to go to Bucky's. Uh, dude was fined forty thousand dollars for drinking duty-free alcohol on the flight. So he's taking an international flight. Went to the duty-free shop, 
bought a bottle of liquor, started drinking it, which you cannot drink your own liquor on planes. Believe me, I've tried. Then he sexually assaulted a flight attendant. Then he got busted smoking marijuana in the bathroom. <laughs> what an idiot. Oh, what a loser. You are an idiot. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, really, dude? R- really? I... And you're an idiot. Yeah. The FAA said after a flight attendant told the passenger to stop drinking, I guess he grabbed her tits or something or stuck his finger in her coot. Then, before they landed in San Diego, he went to the bathroom and sparked up a doobie. The agency, which does, and this is the FAA, does not have the power to prosecute, said it will work with the FBI and the Department of Justice to refer the case as appropriately. Fine passengers have 30 days after receiving the FAA enforcement to respond to said agency. Man, oh man, this guy's an idiot. This guy joined the flight from hell 20 years late, right? Today you say it's not a penis pill, but look, Viagra, its original use was not for the dick, but you know men. Oh, I, I believe me, I know. The, and this, this is one of those unruly passengers. It's not an unruly passenger. He's just a drunk moron. It's fantastic. That's so good. Oh, this isn't the smoking section? Oh, I can't smoke a doobie on the plane? No, no, you can't, dummy. That's quite illegal to do. What an asshole. All right, here we go. Let's get to it, shall we? Our final battle. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is time for Celebrity Celebrity. Matt Holiday. Man, we whittled it down. We got Santa. We got Poxitani Phil. We got the Easter Bunny. And we got Lucky the Leprechaun. We are going to find out who the face of this Mount Rushmore will be. Let's get it on. And no time to waste. In our first matchup, Ask Family, I have to ask who you got in the matchup of the man, the myth, the legend. He comes to your town. He knows if you've been good or bad, so you should be good. The one and only Santa Claus. Santa Claus taking on that big varmint that they yank out of his hole. And if he sees his shadow, it's six more weeks of winter. If he doesn't, we've got spring coming. I'm talking about the one and only Poxitani Phil. Santa versus Poxitani Phil. Ask family who you got. 
Haas family, we have ourselves a winner, and that winner is the fat man himself, Santa Claus. His opponent will come out of this next matchup, ladies and gentlemen. Our first contestant was born in 1776 on the 4th of July and represents his country and wants you, the one and only, Uncle Sam, taking on. Ah, top of the morning to you, Faith and Bigara. It's me, Lucky the Leprechaun. If you don't wear green, I'll pinch you in the eye. Lucky the Leprechaun. Celebrating St. Patrick's Day against Uncle Sam. Ask family, who you got? and gentlemen, it seems that Uncle Sam has run amok on the leprechaun. And now we have a final. Are we going to vote patriotic or capitalistic? They both like the color red, but one guy just wears red. Kind of communist if you ask me. The other guy wears white and blue. The man in red himself, Santa Claus, taking on the man in red, white, and blue, Uncle Sam. Ask family, Uncle Sam versus Santa Claus, who ya got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Singular, modular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, bananular phone. Oh my God, it is Uncle Sam! Uncle Sam! How did he do it? But Uncle Sam beat Santa Claus and will be the face of this Mount Rushmore. Oh, Ask Family, thank you for a great show today. I appreciate it. Great show every day with you guys here. Um, 
we're going to be off tomorrow, and we're going to be off Friday. And as I said to Joe earlier, I thanked him for him being here uh, each and every week doing the football picks. As family, I can't give you enough thanks. Uh, you're the reason why I wake up in the morning. I love this. I love doing this form of entertainment. And I hope that you guys are all entertained by it. I am very thankful that you pay $2.99 a month to listen. And I am very grateful and thankful for it all. Um, please, I hope that you have a wonderful holiday. Be careful out on the roads. There will be idiots out there. But please, 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 remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because for sure you are in there. So have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And uh, we will be back Monday. Hey, and, and, and by the way, don't get any fights on fucking Black Friday, okay? All right. Our final cover song of the day, from one king to another king singing it. Bob Wills, he's also known as the king. He sang it originally, and then George Strait decided to do it. So until Monday, y'all have a fantastic weekend, and adios, everybody. I haven't got a thing to call my own Though I'm out of money, I'm a millionaire I still have my home in San Antonio is outside waiting to arrest him.